What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I'm sure some of you may have heard by now, but there was a no-hitter in the big leagues yesterday. Alec Mills of the Chicago Cubs threw a no-hitter in a 12 to nothing victory over the Brewers yesterday at Miller Park. And he now finds his name alongside you know, some recent Cubs pitchers. Most recently, it was Jake Arrieta who threw one in 2016, and then before him, Carlos Zambrano did so. And he made history. Um, Alec Mills is probably one of the least likely people to throw a no-hitter this year because most people don't even know who he is. And this is not new for him going all the way back to his college days. This is a guy who was a walk-on at UT Martin, University of Tennessee at Martin. And then from there, he was a 22nd round pick. And 22nd round picks usually don't make the major leagues. They're not really supposed to make the major leagues. They're expected to just be fodder for the farm system, and that's it. But he was requ- he was acquired from the Royals in a February 2017 trade, which most people didn't even real like realize it happened. You know, on the hot stove when when it happened. It's just one of those small offseason trades. And um, he was supposed to be in the bullpen this year, but because Jose Quintana got hurt. This preseason, he got an opening day rotation spot for the Cubs. And then here we are now watching him pitch his first career no-hitter. So he's really an out-of-nowhere prospect um, or player, really. I wouldn't say he's a prospect because he's never really been much of a prospect. But congrats to Alec Mills because this is obviously history, something he'll be able to hang his hat on for the rest of his life. You can tell his grand children that he threw a no-hitter in the major leagues. Not many people have done that. But in all, uh, Mills is having a pretty pretty decent year, honestly. I mean, obviously, the no-hitter is going to help his numbers. His his ERA for the year now falls to 3.93, which is decent, right, for a back-of-the-rotation guy. But, yeah, uh, yesterday was a really special day. Uh, it was a blowout Cubs victory. And he struck out five and walked three in 114 pitch performance. So he was relying on his defense a lot. Ian Happ made a nice running grab in center field. Uh, but other than that, they just didn't get any hits off of him. So congrats to Alec Mills. In other historical events that happened yesterday, Albert Pujols hit his 660th career home run. That's significant because he has tied Willie Mays on the all-time list. Tied for fifth on the all-time list. I mean, Willie Mays is Willie Mays in the GOAT conversation. Uh, Willie Mays is in the GOAT conversation without a doubt. 660 home runs is a lot. And Albert Pujols now has just as many. So only Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, and A-Rod have more home runs than Albert Pujols. So first battle Hall of Famer, obviously, but he did this with a bomb in Coors Field. An eventual 5-3 Angels win. Came on a 1-1 fastball and traveled 402 feet. But um, it's just yet another stunning accomplishment for Pujols. He's already hit so many milestones in his 20-year career. He's got 3,000 hits. Um, you know, He just recently passed A-Rod for second on the all-time RBI list. He also passed Craig Biggio for fifth on the all-time doubles list. Um, and he actually just did this on Saturday. So he's... The only player to ever join the 650 homer, 650 double club. And then obviously now he's number five all time on the 
on the all-time home run list, tied with Willie Mays. Pools, three-time MVP, 10-time All-Star. You know, we, we all know what this dude um, can do. On the mound for the Angels yesterday was Andrew Haney. Turns in another strong outing. He's been pretty good of late. Seven innings with three earned runs, eight punch-outs for him. You know, after a, a rough start to the season, his last couple starts have been pretty good. So uh, Angels get that victory over the Rockies by a score of 5-3. to three. The Padres get a sweep. They get a sweep yesterday. Uh, I mean, at this point, they're, they're a lock for the postseason, if we're being honest. Um, so a series sweep over the San Francisco Giants. And it, it culminated in a 3-1 to seven-inning victory in the second game of a doubleheader yesterday afternoon. Mike Clevenger went the distance for a 6 to nothing win in Game 1. So this sweep moves San Diego seven and a half games ahead of the Giants for the second automatic playoff spot with only 12 games left to play. And the Padres have a three-game series with the Dodgers beginning tonight. So that's going to be a big one. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to make as much ground as they can in NL East. I mean, I don't think they're not going to catch the Dodgers, but obviously a head-to-head three-game set is a good place to start. Um, they're f- they're three and four against the Dodgers this year. So they're three and four against the, the Dodgers. But yesterday's doubleheader did mark something of a milestone for the Padres. Now they have clinched a, a winning record for the first time since 2010. And um, Will Myers hit a home run yesterday. Uh, he's the longest tenured Padre, so that, that's that's obviously a welcome um, development for him, a winning record. Um, he's been one of the driving forces behind their current seven-game win streak. He's 8-for-24 during this win streak, and he got his 12th home run of the season yesterday in Game 2 of the doubleheader, a 405-foot blast straightaway center field. Padres are having a lot of fun. I think everyone who's watching them is having a lot of fun watching them. Trevor Rosenthal got his 10th save of the season. And, yeah, Slam Diego continues to roll. The Twins hit four home runs as they sweep the Cleveland Indians. The Bomba Squad, as, as we call them. They, um, you know, this team was leading, they led Major League Baseball home runs last year, and, and, you know, they have big bats in their lineup. Nelson Cruz hit his 16th home run of the year, which ties him for the most in the MLB, tied with Mike Trout and Luke Voigt. Uh... And home runs accounted for all but one of Minnesota's runs as they won 7-5 against the Indians yesterday. Donaldson went deep. Marwin Gonzalez went deep. Ryan Jeffers went deep. The Twins have won 10 of the last 12 games. And the lineup still isn't fully healthy. They have Max Kepler coming back soon. Um, Actually, no. Max Kepler just came back. He was just activated off the injured list. Mitch Garver is expected back soon. And then Luis Arias should complete their lineup later this month but yeah twins continue to roll nice victory over the indians let's head down to south beach where the miami marlins took on the philadelphia philly sixto sanchez was looking for revenge yesterday pitching against his former franchise the philadelphia phillies and he looked good i mean the rookie sensation was really good the marlins got a two to one seven inning win over the phillies in game one of a doubleheader at marlins park you know Sixto Sanchez was once a Phillies prospect. You know, he was dealt before the 2019 season as part of that JT Real Muto trade. He's 22 years old now. He's the Marlins' number one prospect. And he went the distance. He threw the entire seven innings, 
allowing three hits. And, yeah, I mean, he, he, he said, he had said it, admitted it, that he was more motivated to pitch against the Phillies. Obviously, this is a team that traded him. You know, you have a chip on your shoulder, like show them what they're missing kind of thing. And uh, this improved Miami to 22 and 21. And it's their third win in five games of this seven-game series. So, you know, after getting through the sixth inning, um, they asked, uh, meaning uh, Don Manley, the Marlins manager, asked Sicto Sanchez how he felt. And he was only at 75 pitches at the time. So Sanchez took the seventh inning and he struck out Alec Bohm with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. And then he stranded two. And then now he improves to 3-1 and one with a 1.69 ERA. So... Uh, yeah, Sixto Sanchez has been has been filthy this year. If you haven't had a chance to watch this guy pitch, you should. Um, I think he's been getting he's going to be getting a lot more noise in the uh, NL Rookie of the Year voting as as far as you know as far as recognition goes because he's been really good. He's been lights out ever since he's come up. But yeah, Marlins get that victory over the Phillies. So one thing I do want to clarify is: Are they actually going to be playing? each other seven straight times is, is that what this is the Phillies and Marlins I guess that makes sense because uh they had you know obviously the Marlins had that outbreak COVID-19 outbreak at the beginning of the year and the Phillies you know were shelved for a long time they didn't have uh you know any games for a couple weeks too so it could be that both these teams yeah these teams just playing seven straight games against each other uh you know they started on the 10th which was Thursday then a doubleheader on Friday uh, one game on Saturday, a doubleheader on Sunday, and then one more game today. Yeah, seven straight games against each other in South Beach. That's how you make up for it. So honestly, I think Major League Baseball has done a good job with um, with adjusting with with any like positive tests and stuff. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, they they weren't um, they weren't well equipped to handle this. They they kind of dropped the ball there, but it seems like they've they've recovered and things are are looking good. They know how to handle this. And rescheduling doubleheaders and seven-inning doubleheaders have been a good thing. So, yeah, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.